Welcome to Mostly Mindful for teens and tweens, hosted by Dominique Sullivan of the Zen Librarian. Blending science and spirituality in innovative ways that make sense in our modern world. Thank you for spending time with me today as we break down mindfulness, tell a few stories, and practice a few new skills. Episode 5, Anxiety Part 3, Catastrophizing and Rumination. Anxiety is a really tough thing to deal with. Our brains kind of get into these habits of mind, kind of these groove thought patterns. And we talked about it last week that our brains, if they're anxious, they're always trying to go into the future. What if, right? I'm going to go to this test tomorrow. And what if this person's there? And what if this happens? And what if there's no access to bathrooms and etc.? Our brains are constantly jumping into the future. I'd almost think about it like, an obsessive loop or a thought loop, right? What if, and you just keep going around and around and around. And last week we talked about asking ourselves, is this useful? Is this obsessive loop or this anxious loop, is it useful? And we want to talk about really looking at our habits of mind, our groove thoughts. And often anxiety is the worst because you wish you weren't thinking this thought, but you can't help it. It just, that pattern is so grooved out. And that's why I think mindfulness is such a superpower. It can help change our grooved thoughts. And let's really break down what today's idea is. So catastrophizing is when our brains jump into the future and we make the worst possible scenario happen. We literally make it to catastrophe. And often the anxious mind likes to go in three thoughts. And it always starts off speaking to us really nicely. Our anxious mind looks like it's trying to take care of us. It looks like it's trying to keep us safe. But it ends up in this really bad and dark place. And often it'll end up, like I said, in three spots. Number one, a lot of anxious people are worried about going crazy. They think they're going nuts or they think they're, um, you know, really going to end up in the nut house. That's one worry. I often find that my anxious teens, they often are worried they're going to get sick or that they're going to die. So it's a, a health issue. And the third problem uh, that teens really get stuck with is they're really worried about getting judged. I saw some crazy study that people would much rather um, get really brutally injured than be judged by others. Now let's think about that. Can you imagine? If we are filled with enoughness, if we feel like we are um, calm and at peace and doing what we're supposed to be doing in the world, then that fear of judgment kind of falls away. And again, that's why mindfulness is such a superpower. You notice when you're making a catastrophe, when you're worried about going crazy, getting sick or dying, or being judged. And you're able to come back to a place and say, you know, is that real thought? Is that a, a real thought that I can believe? And most of the time it's no. The mantra this week is, you are not your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. Your brain is a time machine. We talked about this last week. It wants to go in the future or the past. And we call the past rumination. It sounds like marination. So our brains are time machines, or sometimes we'll call them thought machines. And they're constantly having thoughts. And depending on what type of thought it is, it's going to go into the future, into catastrophe, or you might want to time travel into the past and rumination and obsess about something that happened. 
And both of these things are not very healthy for us. In Buddhism, they think that thoughts come out of a void. They just come whipping out of this kind of hole. And you can't stop them. There is no way to magically plug your thoughts. You are a thought machine. You are axons and dendrites in your brain. And they're going to fire on and off just like an electrical signal. Just like turning on and off the lights. So are you going to believe an electrical signal that turns on and off? That fly out of a void? No. And again, our goal during meditation is to let those thoughts come out and just notice the thoughts kind of like coming out of the fountain. So you're going to notice, oh, there's an anxious, anxious thought. Oh, look at that. There's a fear thought. Hmm. I feel pretty sad right now. All of our thoughts are going to come flying out of the void. And again, our goal in meditation is just to let those thoughts pass us and to not hang on to them with claws. That's when our meditation kind of goes sideways. Our goal is to bear witness and to observe the mind, not to control it. I'll give you an example out of my own life. I remember driving one day and looking at the center barrier and thinking, I wonder what it would be like to crash. And then I had a thought of like, oh, I wonder if I'm having really dark thoughts. And then I remembered, I am not my thoughts. Weird crap is going to come out of the void all the time. And I'm just going to notice, whew, that was a weird thought. I am not wanting to hurt myself. It's just our brains are thought machines. And we cannot control what comes out of it, nor can we judge ourselves what comes out of the void. Our brains are thought machines. And remember, this week's mantra, I am not my thoughts. One of my favorite writers is called Elizabeth Gilbert. And her partner, Rhea, had the most amazing saying. She would put her hands on her heart and she'd say, The heart is who I am. And then she'd touch her head and she'd say, The head is where I live. Is that not just lovely? The heart is who I am. The mind is where I live. And we want to create a happy place to live. The mind is so loud when you're anxious. And the heart is your place where you're wise, you're silent, you're knowing space. It's kind of your gut feeling. You always know what to do and things are always right when you listen to your heart. But you can't listen to your heart when your mind is really nervous and anxious and stressed out. We practice mindfulness to calm the mind down, make the head a better place to live. And we drop into the heart space because the heart is who you are. I want you to bring your hands on your heart and just say that to yourself gently. This is who I am as we touch our hearts and gently touch your head and this is where I live. And just remember today's mantra is I am not my thoughts. When I was a teenager I was super super anxious I mean, I got to a point where I realized I couldn't even trust my thoughts. I was so anxious and the noise in my head was so loud that I knew I couldn't trust my thoughts anymore. I needed to only listen to my heart. A couple episodes ago, we talked about how one of my strategies was a dog trainer named Caesar Milan. And every time my brain went into the future, into catastrophe, into what if, and then I was always doing a dry run, what was going to happen tomorrow. 
I would stop and just say, shh, I tell myself, stop it. And really try to come back to the present moment. And I'd say, okay, take a deep breath in. And then I'd remind myself that I am not my thoughts. The heart is who I am. The head is where I live. And I need to calm my head so that I can be who I really am. I also just want to add a compassion note here. When I started practicing mindfulness, I was doing brain push-ups. I would notice when my brain was in catastrophe or second arrow. I'd take a deep breath in. I'd say, shh, stop. Come back to the present moment. And each time I did that, I did a brain push-up. I'm getting my brain stronger and more resilient. But it takes work. And that's why we call it a practice. I want you to know if you are really practicing mindfulness every moment of the day, you are doing amazing things for your brain. But you also need to tell yourself it's okay to have a nap. It takes work. These are brain push-ups. They are a workout for your brain. So this week's strategy, I want you to label your thinking. And literally just say, thinking Notice when you're in the future into catastrophe, take a breath, thinking, and then repeat the mantra to yourself. I am not my thoughts. I am not my thoughts. And I just wanted to say good job each time that you figure that out, each time you realize it, you're getting stronger, more resilient, and you are putting such an investment into your brain and into your future life. I'm so proud that you're here to join me this week. Let's practice these skills in the next meditation. 